You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. Welcome to the Antisocial Show. to another episode of the Anti-Social Show. My name is Hunter Block, and he is... Tyson Sainer. How's it going tonight, Tyson? It's all right. Uh, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. A little under the weather, but, you know, I'll live. So, uh, would you like to uh, tell our uh, listeners uh, what's going on for tonight? Well, tonight we have an uh, interview with a uh, old podcasting friend of mine, uh, Mr. Corey Epps. Nice. Catch nice. up. Catch up on what he's been doing lately. And uh, what uh, what podcast or soundcast does uh, does he do? Well, he did do one called Evil Teddy Bear, the Evil Teddy Bear podcast, and I think he might be doing one called Podcore, or he might have changed it. So that's one of the things we'll find out is what he's doing uh, in in podcast land these days. Yep. Oh, by the way, everybody, you can listen to the uh, the archives of the Evil Teddy Bear uh, podcast on Stitcher and iTunes. Yes, indeed. Very awesome guy. Yes, he's always been nice to me. What is this? Oh, there we go. That's much better. You were uh, you were dark for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got the thing covering the thing, so like, I, I can't see you right now. So, well, on my side of the on my side of the dirt, or on this side of the computer, there was like this circle thing and I squared it so that I can you know share. Uh, Skype calls and everything like that, so we kind of dimmed everything, so I had to get rid of that so I can see you uh, clearly. I'm all about the clarity. Clarity is, is uh, almost as important as serenity. Ah, that happens to be a song by Godsmack. Clarity or serenity? Yeah, uh, no, serenity. Oh. I need serenity in a place where I can hide. I need serenity. Nothing changes. Days go by. Yeah. Okay, so but, he's ready to come on. So, uh, Okay, let's bring him on. Okay, well, he sent him a message here. Okay, he says, I'm going to come out to bring you on, and I'm waiting for him to connect. I just hit the plus. Yeah, am I going to be able to see him? We're going to like split the screen or something like that? I don't know. I not. I don't usually do this. Uh, with the oh, that's more. right, because I normally do it on my end. Let's see. I think I have to... You know, let's see. And we are talking and we're filling up space. We're saying words and we are... <laughs> yes, we are, we, are, we are using our uh, dialect to basically uh, fill the airwaves or the, the, the soundcast waves until... Uh, our friend uh, joins us. Dude, when I was in Indiana, yeah, 
I went to the Hall of Heroes. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, you could tell me about the Hall of Heroes intermittently as we're as this as the connection uh, thing is happening, and see how far we get into it. It's a uh, it's a privately owned. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, like the third world largest or however that works, but it's, it's a privately owned largest uh, DC uh, Marvel uh, collection, and literally it's it's in a, it's in a building in this guy's backyard, and it's upstairs downstairs, but. He has the bat suit from uh, Adam West. Really? Which is yes, DC. Corey, are you there? Can you hear us? I can hear you guys. Oh. I can hear you guys. Hey. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. the issue was the fact that I was trying to record my side and then also have this open at the same time, and my multi recorder is not working right now. So I have oh. no clue what's going on. Okay. Again, I haven't podcasted in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say so. That's, a, that's okay, Corey. My mic crapped out, so if you hear a lot of white noise, that's why. Okay. So it's all gravy, dude. It's what we call the uh, the podcast gremlins. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We have started referring to them as that, more or less. Yeah. Um, so, Mister Epps, how have you been, sir? I've been great. Um, do I need to? I guess. Uh, do, I guess people don't really know me. Are, are we? We're recording right now, right? Right. Well, oh, yes. Absolutely, we, sir. Okay. So our guest is a um, is a podcaster. He's a uh, singer and a musician. A great personality. A good person. And we've been. Although we've never met, we are. I would say we're pretty. I'd say we're friends. I, I think. Yeah, okay. we're pretty good. We're pretty good friends. Pretty yeah. Um, and it goes yeah. back to now. That's what I was trying to figure out is where we met. Oh, so Corey Epps uh, is the uh, is our guest tonight. He previously of uh, the Evil Teddy Bear podcast, which I was a guest on at least once. About ooh, what was that? Five years ago now, something like that. That was a long time ago. That's got to be like ooh, three or four years ago now. Maybe not five years. Now you did over two hundred episodes of that show, at least, right? I've done over two hundred, probably close to three hundred if you count the bonus episodes. It's kind of yeah. Um, and then on top of that, with yeah, uh, on top of that, with all the other projects and podcasts that i've done i've probably been i've been podcasted since 2011 2010 2011 oh wow yeah okay yeah yeah i'm an i'm an i'm an old podcast man and that's like right around the time that tyson actually introduced me to a podcast because back in like 2010 2011 i had no clue what a podcast was Ooh, sound just dropped out there so i've got sound on my end but i'm getting no input from their side so i'm just letting you know here Hello. Like, what's a podcast? I don't know what a podcast is. Is it? Is it exactly? Uh, I still get those questions. It's 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 amazing. It's like, what are you doing? I'm a podcaster. What's that? Can you make money off of it? Well, kind of, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> how, yeah. There there are ways. Yeah. But it's also, I mean, it's a good uh, self promotional tool. It seems for the most part, because I mean, it sometimes it's not really just the it's not really the podcast. It's almost like the podcast. It kind of becomes the 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 weekly flyer essentially oh absolutely mm-hmm. like something that you stick to to like the nearest signpost or on the windshield of somebody's car to say hey I'm still here still doing things and uh, you can hear me on Friday or whenever it is the show comes out or you know it's or like just hear darn me kids that. still putting darn kids putting digital stuff on my on my on my car and stuff I don't want to go see their shows it, no. it really is <laughs> it really is like yeah it's a calling card it's like a, hey still here. Yeah. Hey, you know, this is, you know, if anybody cares uh, about uh, anything that I'm doing or talking about, then uh, you can listen to me once weekly or whenever it is. Yeah, it's sort of a 
Well, what you got to do is you got to get like a bunch of tough guys, right? Tough and, guys. And dress them in, in striped suits. Now listen, I got a, I got a good idea. Yeah. So what you do is you got to get yourself a bunch of tough guys who wear pinstripe suits, right? And they go around to people's houses and they kick open the door and be like, listen, Grandma, you listen to no one else's podcast except my buddies. That's the only one you're going to listen to, understand? (laughs) Ashy. It's like, you better listen to this or we're going to break your little Exactly. Like, yeah, what Corey said. (laughs) I think I've been watching The Sopranos too much. Oh, yeah, that's a good show. Can we talk about that real quick? Can we talk about that real quick? What was that? So, do, um, do you guys remember this episode where I forgot what two characters, they took a Russian guy out in the middle of nowhere in the snow and then they shot him in the head and he kept running. Yep. Like, that they was went Christopher to the- Montesanti and Polly Walnuts. Yeah, whatever happened to that dude? I saw a video the other day where they were just like, well, what they wanted to do for the ending was actually have those two come across him in some shop and he's not all there anymore, but like Boy Scouts rescued him or something like that. Oh, that's interesting. Um, that's a good question because I saw that episode at least three weeks ago, I want to say. Um, they actually mention it like one time like in a joke, like where they were joking about it, but they, they never actually uh, said what happened to the Russian. He just disappeared. But you got to understand um, – Corey's right in, in, in all uh, in all actuality. That is really literally in the middle of nowhere in South Jersey. It's what's called as the Pine Barrens, yeah. and it extends into many other states. So it's and you can literally get lost. Is that not <laughs> is that not also the name of the episode? Uh, is, I think it's called the Pine Barrens. The episode. I think so. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. At least one of the episodes is called the Pine Barrens. There's, it feels there's like it be that one. Yeah? There's something Pine Barrens in there, but he, he's right though. They they we see what happened was it was um. I was fear now. Uh, forget the other guy's name. For some reason, I'm drawing a blank on. But he sent uh, Paulie and and uh, Chris Moltisante over to that guy's house to collect money, like 500 bucks or 5,000 bucks or something like that. And the Russian guy, instead of just giving them the money so they can go about their way, Paulie's crazy. So he started a fight with Paulie, and then all of a sudden, Chris jumped in. And then they stuffed him in a trunk. Now, the original plan was they were going to go because they thought this guy was dead. Right. So they were going to take him down to the barrens and bury him and then go have a stake in Atlantic City. But it didn't happen that way. Mm-mm. So then they had him. He was still alive. So they, they were going to have him, you know, shovel his own, like, you know, dig his own grave and everything like that. And then he whacked, uh, I think, Chris with a shovel and then he started taking off. And they could, they would have had him. But Paulie lost his loafer, his that's, shoe. That's what it is. There was something about the shoes that was like it would come back yep. as a, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew there's something about shoes. I just when you were talking, I'm like, going, oh, there's something about shoes. There's something about shoes." And you said it. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, so see, anyway, see, see, I, I, sorry, you can tell they're you can tell they're city boys because you never, ever, ever, ever go to the Pine Barrens in dress shoes ever. Ever no. <laughs> oh. So, and, and you got to like be dressed for it, you know. Like no matter what the season is, whether it be spring, summer, or, or winter, you know, it, it's important. You want the, the right type of footwear when you're when you're walking through such a rugged terrain. Like uh, mm-hmm. hip, hip waders. Hip, hip waders. Yeah, like hip waders or something, or you know those things that fishermen stand, oh, oh, stand yes, in yes, yes. with. You know, or like yeah. uh, <laughs> I think Stallone wore a pair of those in uh, Assassins at least once. Did you see that film? I didn't see Assassins. No. Really Neither of you? Okay, so check it out, right? It's directed by Richard Donner, I believe. Um, I could be wrong about that. Superman's Richard Donner. Don't Su- forget to say that. Superman's, Superman's Richard Donner. Donner. Also, yes. Lethal Weapon series is Richard Donner. 
Uh, and yeah. uh, and gosh, conspiracy theory. A lot of good films. Richard Donner, a uh, film called Salt and Pepper, an early uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and uh, Peter Lawford movie. Um, and The Omen, of course. Anyway, um, the original Omen. Uh, All good movies, by the way. Uh, and I completely forgot what I was talking about because I just started naming movies and it went out of my head. You're talking about the Assassins. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so Assassins. It's and it's uh, Sylvester Stallone. It's Antonio Banderas. It's okay. it's uh, Juliana Moore, and the script, the story, is by the Wachowskis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was pretty good. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's kind of a, it's got some good action sequences, and it also gives uh, Stallone a chance to uh, stretch his stretch his legs a bit and do some, you know, some acting, which is fun. Now, was this like one of his first movies or like, was oh, this no. like a movie that he, no, this is this like, was like in the nineties, right? Yeah. Oh, the nineties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking like 94 at the earliest, although it could be around 93, but it was, it was, uh, it was also at the height of Antonio Banderas's uh, popularity. So I think it was definitely after Desperado. Wrong. Okay. Which now of, Stallone was uh, at that point in time. It was like nine, like the the nineties. Stallone has done a lot of movies, like oh, yeah. fired, like obviously up to that point. And yeah, I Judge like Judge Dread. Oh yeah, uh, Demolition Man. I really like that one. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, I'm actually a big fan of the Rocky series. Although I haven't seen Creed yet, I've seen all the other ones. Uh, I haven't you seen need Creed to. either, but uh, you guys need to. On, on, honestly, if you get a chance, if you both watch Creed, review it on this show. I want to hear like what you guys think. It made me made me want to rewatch Rocky, but it also made me kind of cry a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. like a, not not like the way like a Kevin Smith would cry to something, but like actually kind of like a tear, like after seeing Rose get pushed jack off that that door uh, um uh-oh. okay that yeah. kind of cry. oh yeah so something really like yeah deep definitely, down. Uh, tyson hmm. there you go what next uh next time we record i mean we should definitely make plans to watch it prior because uh tyson actually um and i have to forgive tyson for that i mean forgive tyson he has to forgive me for this tyson uh actually told me to uh he told me to watch a, a very good movie um oh. that i haven't gotten to yet but i will this week oh. but I think before next recording, we should definitely, uh, for our, our awesome friend and guest, we should definitely watch Creed and then uh, talk about that and maybe the other movie you told me to watch at the same time. Like, you know, separate, like, you know, reviews or whatever. But Okay. Well, uh, the movie we're talking about, by the way, Corey, I don't know if you've, uh, you've heard any of it. Oh, actually, you know what? The, I don't know if the episode's come out yet. We talk about it in a couple of different episodes, but um, somebody's wrestling paper. Okay. But then the, uh, the show is called... Um, it's a show, a movie. It's a movie called Miami Connection. Is are you? Are yes. You, okay. Are you familiar with this one, Corey? Have you seen? I it? I have heard of Miami Connection. It's something that the Riff Tracks guys have yes. done before riffing. Yeah. But I've never watched it, and I want I want to watch it, but I want to watch the Riff Tracks version of oh, it. Oh, you don't want to see it by itself. Also, it's actually pretty no, awesome by I, itself. If, Sorry, go ahead. Because if I sit there and watch it by myself, I know myself. I know that I'm gonna sit there and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch about 30 minutes of this movie, and then I'm gonna turn on the PlayStation, play a game, go on YouTube or something." I'm not gonna pay attention to it. <laughs> you're, you're worried that it won't hold your interest, huh? <laughs> not at all. Like the room, the only way that the room held my interest hmm. was the fact that he literally. I don't know what what the the language is like on this show but oh you can say I'm whatever you like i'll bleep it if it's too bad but you know it's it's, it's okay don't don't worry about being bleeped. well just when when tom tommy was was fucking her belly button <laughs> in oh, the yeah. room and like the the first sex scene in there 
Completely, which if you haven't seen a disaster, I just either guys watch it. It's so brilliant. It's so so funny and brilliant and heartwarming. It's on my list. You actually have a uh, you have a bit of uh, like a Photoshop bit of art with of yourself as Tommy Wiseau in the room poster. Do you not? I do, because um, so one of the episodes of Evil Ted that we did, we did talk about the room. Um, I sh- I watched it one day, showed my buddy Thomas, who was my co-host back then. And we ended up, um, I ended up doing like an up close, like eyes up, kind of like glaring uh, picture. And then uh, Thomas took that picture and put it on the room as our poster. So now we have that as our, like, that's the only podcast episode that we use something completely different as our photo cover. Oh, cool. Neat bit of Evil Ted trivia. Oh yeah. yes, That's absolutely. I always it's that is it is a that is a unique film, <laughs> the room. Uh, that, that really truly is. Um, you tear me apart, Lisa. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Oh, oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. I did not hit her. I did not. It's bullshit. I did not. Oh hi Mark. James Franco. James Franco kills it in this film and in, in that film completely. Like he does a really good job as Tommy Wiseau. That's good. I mean, he was he was amazing in the previews. So I mean, like. I saw the I saw the previews when I went to uh, forget what movie it was I was actually going to see at this point in time in the theaters, but uh, I saw the uh, I saw the preview to that, so mm-hmm. I mean, it looked it looked pretty legit. So no, it definitely was pretty legit. Even there's even a scene in there where it's like Seth Rogen going to cash a check and he doesn't know if it's gonna like go through and he goes and like cashes it and he's like holy shit are you kidding me because <laughs> it's a check that tommy Wiseau gave him no but that's the whole big mystery of the movie is like where does tommy Wiseau get his money from oh, nobody that, knows oh that's interesting is it ever addressed in the film in a like is it revealed or no it's not revealed at all like it's just it's one of those mysteries and it's one of those things that i honestly feel like people shouldn't know Oh, really? Okay, so there is – I actually – no, I won't tell anybody here, but I will encourage them to listen to uh, the Room episode of the Soundcast, How Did This Get Made, from uh-huh. – uh, well, they they re- republished the Room episode recently because they did the Disaster Artist because Paul Shear of How Did This Get Made is in the Disaster Artist, among other people. Um, uh-huh. So – that has the explanation on it, and I don't remember it well enough to relate it here. But it is there is there is a bit of a bit of a, a, a an answer to that for people, um, you know, unless you don't want the mystery solved, in which case, um, forget everything I just said. <laughs> Neuralized. Some, sometimes mysteries are, are are better left mysteries because it makes it more interesting to the fact that it's a mystery. Speaking yeah. of, or, oh, sorry. If you want the mystery solved, then you know. Then you call Scooby Scooby doing the game. Tyson just said. And apparently Scooby Doo and the, the guys from Supernatural that happened this past week, where they had an episode of uh, they put the Supernatural guys into Scooby Doo. Oh wow! Oh, nice. So now Supernatural's been on the air for what nine, ten years? I, it, no, it's it, they're on their fourteenth season oh. that's coming up. This uh, yeah. Wow, I knew it was that a long time. That is insane. Our show could it, last like fourteen years. It's the only show that went from the WB to CW and still survived. Holy, wow! Holy cow! Well, that's that's quite a transition because, like, yeah, that is. Dub 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 dub. It must also have a. It must have a like. A, obviously, it has a strong uh, uh, fan following if it could mm-hmm. last fourteen years plus. If uh, Tyson, have you ever and hmm. Corey, of course, have you ever been to 
to uh, Hot Topic recently, they have a whole section all their own on like all kinds of stuff that's like supernatural stuff, like you know, like hats and bags and shirts and necklaces and earrings and all kinds of cool stuff. Interesting. So it's in well, fact, I have a supernatural hat. Supernatural, so, perhaps. Yep. Supernatural, perhaps. It's from a Delight song. I just can't remember which one. Also, I think <laughs> anybody. I mean, and it's not Groove is in the Heart. <laughs> so, I mean, there are more than that song. I mean, there's that. Anybody else uh, listen to Delight back when? Well, maybe not back when it came out, but like, did anybody else have Delight on, uh, you know, cassette tape or DVD? Or not DVD. Um, the other thing, CD? CD? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No. I'm, I mean, I'm, it might have came up when I was growing up, but, you know, I was, I was, I was a 90s kid. So, yeah. like, a lot of things that I listened to at that point was whatever my mom put on. Yeah, yeah. So, did she put on Groove is in the Heart, the song? Did you? Or was it not her style? Maybe. Maybe. Like, I honestly don't remember that much of the 90s anymore. But, I was um, a teenager in the 90s. My God. Yeah. What was I in the 90s? I was also a teenager in the 90s. What was I? I was, uh, so let's see, starting in 1990, I was, oh God, this is riveting listening to Tyson do math. Uh, I think I was 16 in 1990. So... I was, yeah. uh, well, you're not that much older than me, Tyson, so I mean, in, as far as like years, how, how many years you got on me? I became 16 in 1990. Sorry, what? No, how many years do I have on you? I have six years on you. Yeah, like our, our, our gap is not that not that big. I think it's what, like seven years? Something like that? Uh, yes, it's actually... You're, it's slightly smaller than the gap between me and Laura. You're, I think because you're 1981, right? 80. Oh, you're 80. Okay. Well, Laura's 80 also. But, okay. And uh, Corey? So Laura and I is like this. Uh, Laura and I is the same age. She's 30. Uh, well, I don't want to discuss her age, but she's the same age as me, right? <laughs> right, right, right. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, well, you guys are essentially the same age. I think she might be a little bit older than you. Yeah. Um, uh, Corey, would you like to reveal your age? Because I can't remember. It's been a while since I've talked to you. Oh, so I was born in 1987 in okay. November. So probably 1990, I was in between two and three at that point. Okay, so you were born the year that uh, Miami Connection uh, came out, basically, <laughs> or was finished. I think Corey might be the same age as my girlfriend. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Wait, you have a girlfriend? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got one. Well, between the two of us, oh, he's the man. only one that should. Oh, man. What's that like? I, I don't know. I don't have one of those. Well, okay. I mean, uh, 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 I've done the – obviously, I've done the dating. I've done the, the marriage thing. And Tyson, God bless him, is still married. I hope forever because, uh, you know, it's – it's. Um, I mean, it's – it's you know, it is what it is as far as, like, getting divorced. So I've already done that, like, the whole marriage thing. But uh, – mm-hmm. Uh, being in a relationship, whether you're married or dating, it it uh, it takes a lot of work, and there's a lot of like you know, there's a lot of compromises and adding to it, and middlemen ground or whatever, trying to find like that middle ground and just you know keeping the peace, I guess. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. It's all about. It's, <laughs> I'm not it's, saying like I'm an expert or a love doctor or some shit like that, but you know that just seems to be like the 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 basic uh, the basic rules to it. You know, just. Uh-huh. You know, being open, that sort of thing. There, there's, there's a lot of compromise involved, and that's okay mm-hmm. because uh, it's an evolution. And uh, the worst thing one could do is expect things to go exactly as they expect them. Just, oh, absolutely. Really just remember, Corey, the the 
Sorry, Tyson. Go ahead. Continue. No, no. I'm just, I'm just struggling because I feel like I'm giving advice, and I, I don't like to give advice. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I don't want you to see. That's <laughs> huh. Just, just remember, Corey. When you get into a relationship, the woman is always the boss. That's the only thing I can, I can, you know. I kind of feel like that's most of my friendships too with with chicks too they somehow become the boss at this point with me so at this point i'm just like eh, whatever let's i'll, I'll wing it let's whatever would, would, would you say you have a type um redhead looks like jessica rap and i'm kidding no <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I don't know i mean i have to think for redheads big time but i mean nice. honestly if i can find if i find somebody who likes the same things that I like, but also does their own things. Like they're not so much in common, like in common enough for us to kind of get along, but also for me to explore what they like too. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of like I'm honestly, I'm a guy who loves to learn things. I love to learn things about uh, new people, especially if they come into my life. And I'm just like honestly. I mean, honestly, if I find somebody who's a little freaky, that's fine too. Uh, <laughs> a little freaky is always good. God, yeah, just it keeps it, it keeps it song. interesting. Sorry, just any chance to sing? Um, <clears throat> so, oh, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, redheads, yeah. Um, who's your favorite, um, either fictional redhead or redheaded actress? Ooh. Or in, are we among, talking? Or among are we your ta- top three? Are we, uh, I'm gonna say Willow from Buffy, of course. Always, I have to agree with that. Allison Hannigan. Yeah, she's my number one boo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if she's a vampire in the alternate dimension or not; she can bite me. Um, <laughs> that was a good show, man. Honestly. Yeah, so it was the best. Um, let's see, who else? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, well, if we're talking super, if we're talking super fictional. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, does this mean they're also not a redhead in real life, or because it could, I suppose, uh, if they're fictional? <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Honestly, no. Emma Emma Stone, like she was redhead for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. She wasn't. Isn't she naturally redhead? I thought. I thought no, she, she's naturally blonde. I think. Or is it Lindsay Lohan that's a natural redhead? Lindsay Lohan, yeah, but I mean, still Lindsay Lohan. Back in the parent, not that parent trap days. What is it? What was that? Oh, My God. friend, no, Freaky Friday. Parent trap days, like no. <laughs> I was think it, like was she in Freaky Friday? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, yeah she, she was. was. Yeah, wow, I didn't see that version. I saw the old that one was with Haley Mills. She like hit the drugs and shit. <laughs> oh, not Haley Mills. Jodie Foster. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the original Freaky Friday. Yeah, that was I was one I liked growing up. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. Because uh, like the one, one she did uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis was a remake. It was. I forgot about that. I, I it was, was. I was going to see it. I just never got around to it because I do like to. I saw the original you're fine. Friday. I mean, I like Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, I've always uh, original screen uh, screen queen of the eighties, brother. Oh yeah, at least <laughs> her, Linnea Quigley. Um, mm-hmm. It is Linnea, is it not? I got, uh, don't know. From Return of the Living Dead, if you remember. Oh oh. Um, Hold on, I'll I'll Google that. I know what you're talking about. All right. Hey, everyone, this is Ethan from Combat Radio. You know, one of the great literary works of art is A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Now, you can get A Christmas Carol done by us, Combat Radio's very own version, with their epic cast of regulars, and you can help social services while you're at it. Go to cdbaby.com, enter Combat Radio Christmas 3, 
and bam, get yourself a Christmas Carol featuring Carolyn Hennessy of True Blood, Ian Buchanan of Twin Peaks, Stuart Pankin of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and many other epic personalities. Have yourself a Christmas anytime you want it. So while you're doing that, I'd like to uh, I'd like to start uh, start off. I'd like to mention that we um, so I have a game that I've worked out for y'all. Um, okay. Oh, I've been doing some uh, some research and writing down some stuff, and it's it's going to be like a multiple choice quiz. So uh, let me know when you'd like to like to start that because we can run it as a game and also kind of comment on stuff as we go. We don't have to. It doesn't have to be ultra serious and straightforward. It's just kind of an an, uh, an opportunity to kind of have a little. A little fun, but in sort of the format of a of a quote unquote competition between you, okay. and, you and Hunter. Uh, uh, all right. Okay, so, perfect. Sounds good to me. And her name was. Uh, did you say what did you say her name was? Me? Did I say? I don't remember saying. You said uh, oh, Return of Living Dead. Oh, Linnea Quigley. Yes, that is correct. Oh, and my third one, by the way, my yes. third redhead. Yes, yes. Uh, she's blonde right now, but. I'm going to say Misty Dawn. She was a guest on my show <laughs> at some point. Oh, yes. Misty but Dawn. I, just, I, I just love how nerdy she is. And like, I like her energy. And so I, I had a, I kind of, I, I still kind of have a kind of a crush on her a bit, but I had a crush on her for a minute. Now she was uh, a co-host to Matt Cohen, when, uh, Cohen at one point. Was she not? Yeah. Yeah. For bag and board it at some point, like bag and board it went through a, like a couple co-hosts, I think. That sounds right, but um, but uh, Matt Cohen was always the uh, primary host on that. I think so, yeah. And now I think he's doing something with Macaulay Culkin. He's doing um, Bunny Ears with Macaulay Culkin. Bunny Ears with Macaulay Culkin. That's interesting. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin has a podcast, guys. Come on, he does. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I, I was, was good. I discovered I'm... that um, from listening. We talked about this, Tyson. Remember uh, last episode we were talking about how he was a guest on uh, Kevin Smith's Smodcast. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. That I remember. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's cool because I need to clip something for Succotash, so I'll, I'll get a chance. To, I'll listen to that when I get a chance. That's right. Yes. Tyson, the, the the new pod father of the Succotash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast. Thank you. I'm, I'm uncomfortable being referred to as a pod father, but I, uh, I appreciate the... Thank that's you. me clapping, oh. not, not masturbating. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, no fap. Oh, so, yeah, I didn't know, if Corey, if you'd heard that I had taken over, uh, if I had been... Uh, Given the reins of Succotash or not, but no, uh, I, I I noticed um, after a minute um, <laughs> you had been working on that for a bit and just doing editing clips. Now, now I kind of I kind of figured at some point you you take over. I never did. I never thought that <laughs> that what I was doing would be uh, the, the. I didn't think the next thing would be host. <laughs> that that wasn't. Well, that, that would be the. Uh, you know that that would be the the next logical and smart choice for, for Mark Hershon to have done was to actually instead of you know taking the the Sunkatash show off the air forever would be the smartest thing to do would have been to give it to you to begin with this way the you know the Sunkatash show can continue because again you know a lot of people do in fact I mean unless you listen to our show where there's about three or four crackheads in a crack den listening to us I'm kidding um, a lot of people do listen to Sunkatash uh, myself included so the, the fact that the show didn't go away I have something to look forward to every week aside from doing you know the uh, the the antisocial show, so it's it's, it's a cool thing. So oh, it's, it's kind of like, for example, the way I look at it is, you know, fans of let's say Tyson 
because again, I have a couple of fans who happen to be a couple of crackheads and a crack den. Um, but if you're if you're in Tyson's case, um, like for example, with Kevin Smith, like so, if you listen to all of Kevin Smith's uh, podcasts, so let's say you notice that he hasn't done an episode of Jay and Silent Bob Gets Old, but you still mm-hmm. want to listen to Kevin Smith, so you jump down to Smodcast, or you jump to Hollywood Babylon, or you jump to Fat Man on Batman. Mm-hmm. In this case, if they notice you haven't done or if we haven't recorded a new episode of the Antisocial Show yet, but you have done a show of the Succotash, you're like, hey, I want to listen to fucking Tyson. They're going to go to the Succotash show and vice versa. So that's a really cool thing to be able to, like, branch out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, so, a very nice, I mean, it's a very nice thought. I'm sorry. Yes, Corey? Yeah. No, no, no. I was just... Uh, no. no. I wasn't please. I was clear. I wasn't saying anything oh. at that point. What were you saying? <laughs> I was just—I was thanking uh, Hunter for the idea of that. It's very—it's very pleasing the scenario that you just laid out as a possibility of reality. So I appreciate that. Yeah, because I—I I thought about this, and it's—it's it's actually a, like a pretty good thing. So I mean, you know. So how's everybody's connection right now? I want to make sure it's uh, pretty good. Uh, everybody say uh, cheese. 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 Okay, cool. So I heard me, and then I heard Hunter, and then I heard Corey. Everybody hear everybody in that order? Yes. Uh-huh. Awesome. So that means that, okay, good. So our, our delay yeah, is... Yeah, the connection is actually, like, really, uh, really clear tonight. Hey, hey, everybody knock on wood right now, because this is how <laughs> connections get... Yeah. Actually, let me knock on real wood. Knock <laughs> on wood here. And knock on hey, wood hey. down. Kidding. Hey, 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 <laughs> make sure your hands are... <laughs> oh, ah. Uh. Yeah. Lord. I'll get the bagel implant one of these times, when, and then I'll... Oh, my there. God. You know, speaking of which, the Japanese, I love them to pieces. My niece is actually half Japanese. Um, I love the Japanese culture, but because they have such a, a, a beautiful blend of, of, like, technology and old world, and it just comes together in a, in a beautiful blend. And they're very, um, obviously, they're, they're very traditional, um, and but they do have like these weird trends and one of them happens to be bagel head like why would you want to stick fucking whatever that shit is into your forehead yeah i think it's saline i'm not sure but yeah yeah that, that i think that is it uh, you've seen- and then they just push in the center of their forehead to create that that bagel looking effect that's yeah, so that's weird like what the fuck japan I don't yeah, know. It's kind of a it's kind of a stretch. I mean, it's like just I'm, like just like uh, the the hottest song months and months ago was pineapple pen. I have a pen. I have a pineapple pineapple pen, and that was yeah. a thing. I'm not familiar with this. Um, I mean, I've heard the the words together, but I don't know what the reference is to. If you ever get a chance, well, I mean, it's a music video that uh, Pico Taro did. Um, I'm gonna say back in 2017, maybe like towards the end of 2017 or like maybe like august and like right in the middle Corey. yeah right in the middle and so he ended up just putting a music video out called pen pineapple apple pen was like i have an apple i have a i have a pen apple pen i have a pen i have a pineapple pineapple pen i'm not gonna recite the whole lyrics but then what happened after that was that somebody did a parody of that, like a bunch of people did parodies. The one that kind of took off was the Death Note one. I don't know if you guys have seen Death Note or watched the anime or whatever, or the other live, the good live action movies, not the thing that they call Death Note on Netflix. I don't know what kind of piece of crap that is. Um, I've heard of these things. <laughs> 
but they had Ryuk, who was the death god in there, do like a parody too. So they took Ryuk and Pico Taro and put Pico. They took Ryuk and put um, him over Pico Taro doing the same thing. And so after a while, it just became popular and popular, which is why like a Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith both did it on their podcast. Um, show. Oh, okay. Yeah, for Hollywood Babylon. Okay, you know I swear, I call in uh, or email uh, Ralph uh, as a request because he does a couple of different voices. Uh-huh. They wanted him to do like to sing the song in like let's say like you know like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or uh, Adam West or um, uh, Sylvester Stallone. It was it was actually pretty hysterical. Uh-huh. So they came up with this whole uh, segment called "What the Fuck Japan," where every week it's like "What the Fuck Japan." That's pretty funny. So that was that was part of that was part of the the whole what the Japan segment. So. I see. WTFJ. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like it get to a point where like they were talking at some point, and if you guys have not listened to any of these episodes, go back listen to them. Seems like uh, Babylon hasn't been doing as much this uh, this year, especially what's happened with Kevin recently. Mm. I noticed um, that. But they literally talk about. There's something where it's like people will like they like airlock themselves in plastic or something like that and take photos that way. They seal themselves at some point. They talked about that at some point. And this nuts. Yeah. Where they just like and there's no air in it. So they only have like maybe like a few seconds before they like panic die? and separate. Yeah. Oh my god. That's like it's like a much <laughs> less cooler version of the cortex jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Another thing they've been doing in Japan is uh, virtual reality weddings. Mm-hmm. So what they'll do is they'll get like the virtual reality gargles, goggles or whatever. They'll put them on like a dude's face. So and then the entire church will be empty. Only he can see his bride and his wedding guests or whatever. And he's like legit marrying a virtual reality woman. And that's like a thing. So an, an artificial intelligence or a or a woman that he has only known through like her virtual. avatar. Like is no, it No, I think like the woman is like legit not there. It's just like a virtual reality character that okay. you can see with the goggles, like a virtual reality environment. Well, yeah. Takes all kinds, I guess, huh? <laughs> I mean, you went from uh what is it? From just like dating real women to playing like anime chick hentai games or whatever to just going to vr and marrying somebody now that's a that's where we're at people that's a, it's an interesting <laughs> tra- it's an interesting trajectory that's for certain yeah. so uh mr tyson yeah. about this game of yours yeah so how do we play oh thank you for asking uh Corey, are you ready as well do we want to take a stab at this i i i am ready okay cue the music and what I have here is I have a book that I've been using occasionally uh, just for guests, uh, having guests on our show. Uh, of Our lost episode, I believe we did one with um, Fiona. Might have done Fiona, a word. yes. I don't know if we did, though, because I can't remember if we did. But it, I definitely have brought this, this out from time to time. This is a book. Also, Corey, you may have heard me bring this out or talk of it. It's a book called Depraved and Insulting English. Ah, yes. <laughs> and it is compiled by or something by Peter Novobatsky and Amon Shea. So mm-hmm. what I've done here is I've got this quiz where I'm going to say the word. I'm, okay. going, to, I'm going to tell you whether it's an adjective or a noun. And I'm going to give you a choice of three things that it could mean. 
Okay. And then I'm going to, I'm going to to score you based on your correct answer, essentially. So it's it's pretty simple. Okay. All right. So um, we'll just kind of walk. Watch through. me get my ass kicked. Well, it's these are strange words, believe me. Do you remember when it came up with the? No, it didn't came up. I read it in the book. There's a, a word, uh, for example. Okay. You know what? Actually, I'm going to give you an example of these words here. Okay. Uh, okay. So one of the first ones that I've had on. Uh, had it when we were on a show is one that I read. Uh, can't flip pages of a book and talk at the same time. Okay, here we go. Okay, so the very first word under uh, C, and I'm just going to. This is for an example. This isn't for the game, but the word is cacafuego. Wrong. Cacafuego. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. It's not cacafuego. It's blatherskite. That was the word. Blather. A cacafuego is blather, blather, like with a like lather, like when you soap up your hands. But blather, blather. I like to blather myself. I like to blather myself all over the hot shower. So the word blatherskite is a boaster or a loudmouth, somebody who is a blathering fellow. And then it gives an example. Huh? I know that word. Yeah, it was one of their. That was that was the secret word that gyro that uh, that duck used in that cartoon to get his uh, secret uniform up. See that's right. That's are you the, talking? Well, yeah. Ask him. I'll, I'll, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll. I mean, are you are you talking uh, Darkwing Duck? Yes. Okay. And and actually, Ducktales too, Corey. It started off on Ducktales. They're not the same continuity, though. Sorry. No, absolutely not. But some of the characters transferred over to to Darkwing. True. Um. So, what's the good example for that, Tyson? Okay, so it's a boaster and a loudmouth. There's a blathering fellow, and then it says it uses it in a sentence where it says, "Simmer down, you blatherskites!" yelled the cat house madam at the posse of rowdy, whiskey-soaked cowboys in her waiting room. The next one of y'all starts trouble, I swear, won't be able to piss for a week without hollering. And then it says, "Compare to cacafuego or ventos." And these are different words. So all these words are old words that are insulting or depraved or are rude in some way, like perhaps in Victorian and more conservative times. And uh, mm-hmm. and they're not in common usage anymore. So the first word, first real word in the contest, in the contest, in the uh, this little competition here, starts with a K. All right. Okay. The word okay. is. It's very similar to the one that, one of the ones I said. It is, uh, and I will spell it if you like. So this is an adjective, and the word is cacopygian. Huh, yeah. Cacopygian. That is spelled K-A-K-O-P-Y-G-I-A-N. Cacopygian. So, here are the three... Here are your three possibilities. This is an adjective, so it is a descriptive thing. So, does it refer to someone who is stingy with money or miserly? Does it... Refer to someone who is possessing an ugly set of buttocks. Okay. Has an ugly ass. Or, <laughs> does, does it, uh, excuse me, I have this written awkwardly down here. Or does it refer to someone who is wearing a socially unacceptable amount of brown for anyone's liking? You know, I could be seriously wrong on this, but I want to go with number two. Number two is possessing an ugly set of buttocks. Corey, do you have a, a vote? I'm going to go number one. Number one. Number one is stingy with money or miserly. And the answer is number two. 
Yeah. <laughs> so a person who has, a, or you can uh, refer to somebody having that. Yes. Yeah, so let me just write this down. Now this could this could be like a really uh, uh, good thing for me or a really sad thing because that means I'm closer to that generation than Corey is. <laughs> well, only slightly though. I mean, I'm much closer than both of you. So, at any <laughs> at any rate, okay. So, um, so yes, so cacopygian uh, or possessing an ugly set of buttocks. It's from the Greek kakos for bad and pygi, which means rump. So. Um, the extra note here says this book contains words for nice asses, fat asses, and hairy asses, but consider for a moment the potential for overlap among these items. After all, some people think that fat asses are nice, and there may even be some uh, who are fond of hairy asses. In the interest of fairness, cacopygian is offered for anyone with a need to express his or her displeasure with someone's posterior. And then the I feel like a man wrote that completely. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. It is possible. And then there's a quote in here that says, uh, Jürgen Wallace had always been ahead of his time as a choreographer. Some even called him a visionary. But the debut of his latest opus, the Cacopygian's Waddle, keep wanting to say Pigeon, ended in disaster <laughs> when those members of the audience who did not flee in disgust charged the stage howling with fury, forcing his entire troupe to scurry to Safeway, uh, to Safeway, to safety as best they could. They went scurrying off to Safeway. Say, do you all have Safeways out where you are in Georgia and New Jersey? It's like a market, like a with a big ass well, on. I don't. We have um, we have Kroger here, which is um, what is it? It's it, they. I don't know if 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 it's part of that, but they like Kroger has is like the main brand. Kroger Corporation is the main thing here mm-hmm. in Georgia, but. They also have different uh, grocery stores out there with different names. So I don't know oh, yeah. what they have out there. Um, and then also, when I was living in New York, we had A&P up there. Um, and then, you still do, Corey. God dang, I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, our, uh, Corey, since you've been up into New York, you obviously heard of ShopRite, right? Yeah, yeah, I have. We, ha- we, have, uh, we have a, sh- yeah. a, a right aid down here. Oh, 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 uh, uh, completely unrelated to this. Uh, well, not unrelated, but just like a, a little sidetrack for a second or two. Um, being in Jersey, um, it is very hard to sell alcohol. Okay. And in certain places, you have to have what's called a liquor license, and it has to be within like a zone. So. Typically, like, you know, they sell alcohol out of, like, you know, uh, uh, liquor stores, obviously, um, bars, you know, restaurants, things like that. When it comes to, like, liquor stores, uh, not liquor stores, when it comes to restaurants, you have to be zoned in order to um, distribute and sell alcohol. When I lived in North Carolina, I discovered uh, what's called an ABC store, which is government-controlled liquor stores. But when I was out in Michigan recently, I went to a Rite Aid. And a uh, uh, Walgreens, and they sell beer, wine, and hard alcohol, and I was completely shocked. Like I didn't, I never knew that was a thing. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we got uh, beer, wine, and hard alcohol in pretty much everywhere in California, but you know it's California, so. I mean, <laughs> here we have stores that sell hard liquor, beer, wine, alcohol in the same place. Yeah. Now, do you have ABC stores in Georgia, Corey? Because I only drove through uh, Georgia like maybe once or twice. Yeah, we do. I mean, we have package stores. We have ABC stores. 
Um, yes. It just depends on where you're at. And like ABC stores, that's where you're pretty much going to go get liquors, liquor anyway. Um, I've got to make sure that I'm good and set for this week because one of my friends is having a uh, birthday. Nice. So I got to make sure that I have my liquor and her liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, are you originally from the South Pole? No, not at all. Where are you from originally? originally? Originally from Kingston, New York. Oh, so actually, I mean, obviously there's some like distance between where I'm at right now and, and New York, but you and I are actually uh, uh, brothers in the tri-state area. Nice. Well, yeah, I mean, I was at Kingston. I was born in Kingston, New York, but I lived in Suffering, New York, uh, for a couple of years, and then I just moved around a lot um, growing up. So, I mean, New York will always be home for me because my grandparents are there. Um, but still, I, I, I consider myself a, a Mad Max of, of, of the uh, moving situation. I have not one home. <laughs> nice. I spent uh, about three or four years in North Carolina when I met my uh, first wife. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I'm not even married. So, yeah, not now. So, I guess my one and only wife, my ex-wife. Yeah, so, anyway. Still, um, still your first one. Although, yeah, she's yeah. from North Carolina, so I, I moved down there for for a stint before returning back to uh, my beloved Jersey. Hmm. Okay. Cool. 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 Yep. And uh, now, now tell me, Corey, because I am a complete and utter fan of biscuits and gravy and fried okra. Mm. Okay. And of course, my brother-in-law used to make. Well, he passed away. Smack's brother-in-law, whatever. But he used to make the best homemade grits on the planet. Mm. So, I miss the food down there because it was excellent. And then I got fat. <laughs> largely, <laughs> fat from the, largely fat from like all the delicious food down there because it was delicious. I mean, unfortunately, largely unhealthy because of what it's made from, but still pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, they, they, um, they have some pretty good... It depends on what kind of grits you like. But for me, like I like to make cheese grits... Um, I also make to, I also make sure I put bacon bits in the cheese grits because it gives it a little Ooh. more flavor. Mm. I'm going to Corey's uh, house. Yeah. <laughs> Corey. Now tell me, Corey. <laughs> now, now tell the truth, okay? Tell the truth. You, you miss real pizza, right, buddy? The closest I found to pizza down here was actually a place called Grant Central. And I say that because a lot of my friends work there, and they actually make pretty good, decent pizza. Um now, I do miss my big slices. Yes. I, I do mix, mix, miss that, my Ninja Turtle. I like to call them my Ninja Turtle slices. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because um, in Jersey and New York, Tyson, our, our slices of pizza are like a slice of pizza is huge. They're, slices, they're like the size of our heads. You guys fold yep. it up, don't you? Like it's like it's a big piece and then you kind of fold it. And yes. Like so yeah. you take it, you just fold it up and you just jam it in. Yeah. I'm the only New Yorker who doesn't like doing that because I like to make sure it rips down into my like mouth if i eat them like (laughs) yeah i i I miss pizza i miss eating pizza um yeah but it's because i'm i have a what is it it's a non-celiac wheat sensitivity so Uh, so actually you don't price it if you miss pizza i mean i miss real uh, well Corey, if you've listened to the last uh last few months of the uh anti-social show tyson and i have been trying to promote healthy eating so i think uh 
wouldn't it be like in the in the in the, the interest of uh, good health to try to find a recipe to make like a, a well, there's no way to make a healthy pizza, but maybe a, a healthier pizza, so to speak. You know what I mean? So I used to work at a place called um, Amatza. Okay. What we would have is we'd have those healthy choices. We'd. Uh, hmm. Uh, it was a pizza place, of course. Our specialty was Neapolitan-type dough, so the dough would be soft, but you would get whole pizzas. Um, pretty much the healthiest pizza that we had was a gluten-free pizza. Ooh. Now, the only issue with me for that, being a guy from New York and loving pizza, I had a, I had that slice. I've had those, like, you know, piece of that. The 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 bread tastes like cardboard. Like it it feels like cardboard in your mouth, basically. Mm-hmm. You it's, know, like it yeah. it feels like a frit. Like you can just toss it at somebody. But it's a way. It's a lot better for you. It's uh you know it's not a it's an interesting most of the gluten free crusts I have that are trying to be approximations of bread instead of being like made out of cauliflower or something which doesn't have gluten because it's not wheat. You know, instead of an alternate one, but ones that are actually trying to emulate bread, it's very hard, difficult for them to nail that texture. Uh, not exactly, not just the texture, but the mouth feel also. I mean, it's, bread is like it's fluffy and crispy. It's all these different things, but so yeah, I miss I miss real bread. I can't, but but you know what I don't miss <laughs> is um, the carbs. I, I don't miss bleeding from the rectum. So, oh jeez. <laughs> I don't blame you, Tyson. So, what is um, what is the uh, second word since I am kicking Corey's ass right now? <laughs> just one it's, it's Sorry, only been one point, and Sorry, then we just, we just had like a whole other conversation. Well, that's the point. That's exactly <laughs> oh, what I was hoping. Let me, let me um, hold on a second, uh, dear listeners. This is the first time that uh, uh, this awesome guy Corey has been on our show. Oh, by the way, I, I was actually in contact with uh, Corey on Easter, which was pretty cool. Oh, neat. Um, yeah. I was yeah. I was literally dying on Easter just to let everybody know. What? <laughs> Sorry, bro. Oh no, no, I, I didn't just, hear about this. I, I oh no, I I had a panic attack at like three a.m. and then I found out that sleep apnea runs in my family. So I, my heart might have stopped in the middle of the night. Oh no. Are you yeah. okay, brother? I'm I'm good, but I probably need to go to the doctor soon. Um, get a CPAP soon-ish. machine. Get get one of those uh, CPAP things. If anything does happen to me, I need you guys to take my brain waves and put it into something kind of awesome, like a robot or whatever. Kind of ah. like, kind of like in Captain America: Winter Soldier. They had uh, Zemo or whatever his name is. Zola. Uh, Zola, yeah, and his uh, put his brain waves into something. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. Arnim Zola, yeah. Toby, yeah. Toby Jones' not, character. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not using my body for anything at this point. I know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you. I do have a. I do have a recording of you that I'm working on uh, making something out of right now, in earnest, when I can, in my spare time, when I'm not putting together two different podcasts. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm much further on it than I've uh, gotten much further on it than than I ever had. So it's it's uh, there is a uh, something coming out. At some point, well, I'll, what I'll do is I'll finish it and then I'll I'll send it to you to listen to, so you can you know give me your input and tell me if there's well, anything you change or if you want to re-record any of it or whatnot. But look forward to that because that's because uh, I'm really liking the way it's turning out. Corey okay. is a Corey, of course, is a uh, is a fellow uh, Kevin Smith uh, fan. Um, th- isn't that how you two crossed? Isn't that how we all crossed streams? Yes. Was because of like James yep. and the breaks and stuff like that. It was Kevin Smith related, yeah, certainly. So I met, I met, I met a lot of you guys through James or through actually Chris Downey. Um, 
who I've actually podcasted with. Which, by the way, guys, Shooting Clerks coming out, I think it's this year. They're posting it out, but they've been touring it a lot. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, I'm, I'm, I, every time they're here in the States, they always say come up or one of them says come up or whatever. I have something for him. I'm just like... I wish I could afford to leave Atlanta to go out there, or I wish I had the time to go where so, to go to to go wherever to wherever they they screen it because I know they would love that too. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, if you and I, I suggested this to Davey and Dent of uh, Strange Times because he's a big fan of uh, uh, Kevin's good as well. You seriously, like, if you, if you have, like, the money, the time to, like, take one of those, like, I don't care type, like, road trips just to take a road trip, you need to come to Jersey and you need to go to the Atlantic Highlands where uh, Kevin Smith was uh, born and raised. It's only 10 minutes from my original hometown, in fact, but it's, it's, it's best seafood in the area, and it's a really nice little town to visit. So my original plan, like two years or not, like what was it two years? Yeah, two years ago, mm-hmm. was to take a road trip, not a road trip, but at least visit up north. Um, you the only issue was, the only issue was, is that at that point, like mm-hmm. I had a lot of financial stuff I had to take care of, and it's always been kind of that point to where it's just like I had a, a lot of financial stuff that I need to deal with, and I'm never to the point where I feel comfortable enough to to be there be like okay well i can take this trip like right now i'm uh right now i'm in the middle of uh, a job hunting you know like i'm but right now I, but i'm also putting my stuff out there trying to trying to do some freelance stuff until i can find like something very steady hmm. um I've, I've seen a couple people do posts on like they're them looking for help to put it together a podcast or ask questions about up uh, to other podcasters about podcasting or, you know, audio editing, stuff like that, because I do that with music too, a lot, too. Yes. Um, so right now, my goal is to still try to do that. Maybe this year, um, maybe I can get a couple people to come with me. That way it's not super expensive. Um, but I can, I can tell you, I mean, from um, – because I, I told you I used to live in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, from North Carolina to Jersey is about eight hours. Yeah, no, I've done that drive before. I've literally, when I was a kid, my grandparents took me or drove me down from Suffern, New York to Atlanta, Georgia. And I, this is the one road trip that I liked, but I hated at the same time. The one thing I hated about it was the fact that we stopped at Shoney's every single hour of every day we were driving. I got sick of Shoney's. We went to Shoney's. That's all we ate was Shoney's. <laughs> oh, God. What, what is that? Is that a restaurant? Like a Sherry's or yeah. a Caro's or a Denny's or a Fuddruckers or something like that? Or I guess it would be kind of closer to Denny's somewhere. Yep. Oh, okay, so like Sherry's. Yeah. Which... Except mm-hmm. with, a, uh, with a buffet. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Sizzler then. I discovered a universal truth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do when tell. I went out to Michigan, I tried to, uh, for, for dietary purposes, Tyson, because you remember my problem last April when I went to the hospital and all that? Yeah, you went through what I, I went tried through. to. Yep. I tried to stick to uh, foods that I eat normally in New Jersey, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Except for one night, I went to a uh, a Chinese all-you-can-eat buffet, mm. oh. and I got sick from that, mm. which triggered my 
original problem from last April. So right, you know, I, I'm I'm still eliminating stuff on try, on a trial and error basis. But one thing I did discover is a problem is sesame seeds. Yes. So yes. you might have maybe had some sesame seeds at the Chinese place because it, it goes in the food. It's I don't know. Possible because they, they don't always pot. clean the pans or the pots that they they change the food out in. Well, if it's you know, the buffet, like, you know, stuff can. Yeah. Because it was it was really good service. It was really good food going down. Right. Unfortunately, once it hit the the lower region, it wasn't so great. <laughs> like I can't do peanut butter even because of because uh, of the particular particles. So I can't you know you know as one of the allergens if something says may contain peanuts it's like a maze as good as so, does so i don't i don't even i can't eat it. raw peanuts you can't eat raw peanuts yeah I, I well i can't eat uh i have a tear i think in my uh somewhere down like in my uh digestive tract oh no so i can't do rice or, or seeds or you peanuts you can't or, do rice isn't rice yeah. isn't rice isn't soft enough to eat well, it's a binding thing, but because there's a tear probably down there, mm. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from things that are like small or, or, or fried or, or stuff like that. Interesting. Mm. So, so you have a different set of restrictions. I mean, a, 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 you've similar, but also a different set of restrictions that, Correct. to me. <laughs> it's like, how do I finish that sentence? <sighs> uh, oh, but Corey, yes. if you ever do make it to, uh, to New Jersey. Okay. Go to uh, it's in Middletown. It's called the the because the township is called uh, Middletown Township. Okay. Okay. The town is called Leonardo, even though it's part of, of Middletown, basically. But that's where uh, that's where the store was. Uh, the quick uh, the quick stop. Yeah, and that's where they set uh, most of Clerks the cartoon. Actually, yep. the animated yes. series. Oh yeah, I have that. I uh, yep. You ever listen to the commentary on that? I, you know, I feel like we've had this yes. conversation before. <laughs> Yes, I have, and it is magical, isn't it? It's like a, yes. it's like a podcast. It's like kind of the that's old... where that's where Kevin Smith or Kevin Smith. That's where I guess uh, Seth MacFarlane apparently listened to the commentary on that, mm-hmm. and apparently somebody he did. had some. Yeah, somebody did, and apparently that's how he was just like, oh, well, he heard about you know Kevin talking crap about his show. Right. See now, well, he thought he did. It had been reported to him because somebody had called uh, somebody in the commentary, and I believe it was Dave Mandel, but it, it referred yeah. to Family Guy as being Emmy nominated piece of shit, basically, or Emmy nominated. Yeah. Show. And it wasn't um, Kevin who said that though, and Kevin just didn't respond. Like he didn't say anything, and they kept talking about other stuff. But Seth MacFarlane heard it. As Kevin Smith said it, and this because uh-huh. because Seth has said this on another commentary and also in an interview somewhere that that was what he, you know, Emmy nominated piece of shit. He actually says it on one of the Family Guy commentaries, and it's like somebody would just tell them that that you know, then there wouldn't be this rivalry. But then again, maybe it's not a real thing. I don't know. Maybe not. And, and what do I care? Well, that about does it for the antisocial show. I'm Tyson Saner, and I'm Hunter Block, and I'm Corey Epps. Be decent to each other. Absolutely. Have a good time, folks. Mm-hmm.